Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I have a friend here tonight, a first-time guest, amazing person that if you meet once, you'll never forget. She's a famous pinata maker. Her name is Megan Kennedy. Welcome to the podcast, which is a radio show on the internet. <laughs> How's it going? Thank you. I'm really good. How are you doing? Really good. So for awesome. the people that aren't familiar with uh the most famous person who makes pinatas in this world. Tell us <laughs> a little bit about yourself. Well, it was a lot of hype, um, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Um, I make pinatas for a living, and Amazing. I teach uh, creativity and crafting workshops um, where I try to engage community through making pinatas out of recycling That's and awesome. meeting your neighbors. How did you get started making pinatas? Like, I have a very vague memory. Mm-hmm. I've always known you as the pinata woman, yeah, pinata person. Yeah, I mean, it's been like eight years or something, which is wow. pretty wild. The Olympics was my anniversary. Oh. So good, good anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> really, really good. It's good. I was born in 80 and then 2010, I started this. All so the math is really easy. Yeah. Um, I really wanted a pink poodle with white hair for my birthday. It was a pinata, like when I turned 29 or 28 <laughs> or something. But uh, it was so hard to find one that was made ethically and locally. And ethically and, made pinata. Yeah. And who I knew? Just, who knew, right? And that was, I don't know. I just felt I'd always worked in local businesses and always liked to support stuff. So I thought, hey, man, I'll go to the library and take out a book on making pinatas. So I did. There was one book. And I took it out and I took the donkey pattern and I turned it into a pink poodle. Nice. With, and I glued like cotton balls all over it. It looked like a drunk judge. I mean, it was like <laughs> so ugly. It took me like two weeks to make on my floor. And I took it to Talent Time, which was at the Biltmore at the time. And if it's your birthday that month, you get to go up and smash a pinata. So I was like, I'm bringing my own pinata. Whoa. So I did. And right before people started hitting it, I thought, oh, gosh, I don't know if I want to break it because, you know, it's so cute. And yeah. It's the first thing I've made in a long time that I really like. And. I kind of realized that what I had done when everyone was smashing it is that um, I created this like collective memory for everyone in the room and we were all engaged in this moment together. It's so cheesy, but (laughs) something I was like, wow, this is amazing. And people were like picking up the head and wearing it and deciding what parts of it were recyclable and not recyclable in front of the garbage can. And it was just like these adorable (laughs) things were happening all over. And I thought, wow, I helped create that. And then I wanted to do that all the time. So Three months later, I quit my job <laughs> to wow. make pinatas. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, thanks. Um, what's your most famous pinata? My most famous pinata is definitely the pinatas that I sent to Ellen about oh. like seven years ago. I had a bunch of work on Ellen. Um, it aired on my mom's birthday, which was crazy. That's great. I made her and her DJ Tony, and they like danced with them on stage, Whoa. and that was pretty cool. Um, she still has it. It re-aired again like last week and it's just sitting in a room. Ricky Martin and was it's supposed to be Ricky Martin's house, but it was Ellen's house. It was really funny. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you could like spy yeah. your work. Yeah. Out. That's cool. Totally. Uh, Wendy Williams, who has an amazing, amazing talk show. How you doing? I made her for my friend's birthday. He did a birthday party in New York and his dream was to meet Wendy Williams. So he flew down there and he like brought it through security and took photos of it on his Blackberry the whole time when he showed up at the front doors and asked, you know, okay, I want to come in and I want to bring this pinata. And they said, we're going to have to take that from you if you're coming in. He (laughs) called me and he's like, I don't think it's going to be on. And I'm really upset. It turned out that they had brought it to the back to show her. And then they came out and found him and they're like, we're moving you to the front row. Do you have any photos? Like, how did you get it here? Would tell us everything about this. This is so crazy. (laughs) And then it was on this stage with her and they interviewed him. 
and showed the pictures of it going through security. <laughs> and then Jerry Springer was holding it. And Whoa. now it's like, she does an after show on YouTube and it's hanging behind her in every episode. Whoa. That's amazing. So crazy. I love um, how they just bumped yeah. whatever was going to be yeah. on that show and they were like, pinata's Pinata. more exciting. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Wow. It is more exciting. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I love it. I have used you in, in many conversations about doing what you want to do and in your life and figuring out your own thing and doing something no one else is doing. And I use you as an example all the time in my life just because I don't have my own version of that. But it's really inspiring. Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah. Awesome. I think that you're an amazing woman. And uh, that being said, let's talk about your shitty jobs. <laughs> See, I'm one of those rare people that really enjoyed working retail. For sure. And I did it for like 20 years or something. Like it was just so many years. And I loved it. I loved engaging with people and kind of part of the motivation behind quitting my job to make pinatas is when the economy crashed and I worked at Leone and it was such a fancy (gasps) store. Oh my gosh. All these beautiful customers and all this amazing stuff around me. And it was so easy to be like, that'll be $20,000. And they'd be like, no problem. You know, (laughs) great. And then suddenly, and it felt great because they loved what they were buying and I was really good at it. And we were dancing all day while selling stuff. And then it kind of got to the point around like 2008, 2009, where you'd be like, and I know that you know what I mean, where you're like, hi, how's it going? They're like, I'm just looking. You're like, I'm just saying hello. (laughs) Have a good one. (laughs) Let me know if you need anything. No pressure. Um, I think, I mean, I worked at a clothing store where all of our sizes were colors. Oh, that was an interesting place. How does that work? Um, It was called Preloved and it was out of Toronto. We made new clothing, but our fabric was vintage clothing. It was the 2000s. I remember. I think I had a skirt made out of an old pillowcase. It was my favorite skirt for so long. I think. Yeah. And, and they would sell them as like lovely sweaters so that you could wear it, you mm-hmm. know, just do the no walk of shame, just yeah. turn it around the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> and they're bed sheets. So it's all yeah, so you could have sex on them, on them. and then and then turn the stain inside yeah, out. It came pre stained. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sold Sandra O oh a sweater with a hole in it once, and that was really embarrassing. She was like just becoming big on Grey's oh, Anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> I totally knew there was a hole, but I needed to sell some in that day. <laughs> it was like it was vintage clothing, right? So I was like, like oh, that's vintage. Meant cool. to be like that? Um, no, it was. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It was meant to be like that. Um, I mean, there's some like terrible stories, obviously, we could tell. Like I had for the whole world, um, like The Gap and Banana Republic, all the big companies changed their sizing, like maybe 15 years ago, where extra large became large, large yes. became medium, no, 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 no. We did not do that. Blue was still medium. Orange was large. Pink was small. And green was extra small. Um, And a woman came in and she was just furious because she had not changed sizes anywhere else and had been away and come home and was so confused as to why she could no longer fit the the blue label at our store. (laughs) The sizes were loose anyways. But uh, we had a great deal of difficulty convincing her that it wasn't anything personal. And so she decided to come and graffiti our store what and she said so much mean stuff like you must have to be anorexic to work here and all of these things I think when you're on one end of the spectrum it's so easy to forget that there is another side to it for sure um so I removed that and then she came and carved it into our window the next day that is against the law and I knew who it was but we couldn't get it on we didn't get it on camera or anything because we were a new store and it was you know struggling and so we I remember I chased her down and I was like you need to learn some manners. <laughs> I know who you are. And I know what you're up to. And just, you know, come in and talk to us about it. We make our clothes. Like, we can totally just make you a pair of jeans. Like, mm-hmm. throw a blue label in them. Like, it makes you feel yeah. better. But, like, maybe don't graffiti our store anymore. And also, wow. here is the bill for removing the, from the glass. 
and she paid it and we really never heard from her again you know oh, it was wow. great yeah well there's some growth there for sure i hope so that's like such yeah. a positive ending that's like an episode yeah. of degrassi or it was something beautiful yeah. <laughs> it's an after school special <laughs> we used to get that in clothing stores all the time and yeah. people would come in and the sizing went from smallest size to largest size everything mm-hmm. ideally was always in that order and women would come in and say ugh you have to be chinese to shop here and I was like, excuse me? And she's what like, is everything is extra small. I'm like, well, if you just walked one inch further, <laughs> it goes up to size like XL. Oh, oh, but never an apology for saying something racist no. or, you know, obviously like there are people that are that are that size and that's why it's mm-hmm. there. Yeah, so, sure. I mean, I had a friend so who was rude. a double zero and she's like, so am I just not a size? Like, <laughs> here yeah. I am. And, she was just and in other places phone. in the world, there would be like a blue version of a that double size. zero or... Yeah. yeah, it was kind of cute. Yeah, and also I have the Gap effect and the Banana Republic effect. Like when I go in there, I'm like, this is not my size. And it's smaller <laughs> than what I would normally be. And I'm like, I'm not a medium in any other store. No. And uh, it's so confusing. And I'm like, I just want to be things to fit me. So yes. you have to take like seven things into a change room instead mm-hmm. of being able to just grab something. And I try not to take any of it personally, but they Oh, those guys fucked everything up. Gap is weird. I have a shirt from there that is the petite version of small. And it's like, I I swim in it. It's giant. Like I can pull the front out of it and you mm-hmm. could fit like three of me in it. And I'm like, I even went as far as to like special order the petite size online <laughs> and get it delivered. I think that's the last time I bought anything from the Gap, though, because I was like, what am I doing? Ding dongs. Gap is not great. No, a few years ago, when I quit retail, I kind of realized how many years I had spent in front of a mirror and just buying stuff. Yes. How much money did you spend on clothes you I actually made made all my staff sign a waiver saying they would never tell me how much money I had spent (laughs) on clothing. Because I I mean, I definitely could have. You know when, like, Carrie Bradshaw realizes that she could have bought her? Yeah. Yeah. It was like really a lot. I've had those yeah, those things too. Lot. Like, and I often worked at the higher, not as high end as Leone. Like that is a different world. It was from, so beautiful, of course. But I worked at like a few high end stores, and then everywhere I worked had really nice clothes. But I would buy things and wear them a few times, or I'd wear them to work, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't want to wear them out yeah. socially. So all of my friends for years always con- like constantly had brand new clothes that I'd only worn a yeah. few times. No money in the bank, no savings, no savings, nothing, no. <laughs> like I, being an artist now like I don't know where my next paycheck is coming from and I make yeah. so much less money but I totally have savings yeah that's great you know yeah I'm not around it and I hate shopping now oh yeah like, I just I just wear black velvet I want like an elastic waist black velvet pants you're wearing all yeah, black velvet great. right now with a Star Trek with my <laughs> communicator <laughs> Got to accessorize. I feel you, like I'm on shore leave all the time. You really, you really look like you just waltzed out of like the original series. Thank you. With your nails, it's very like Uhura like. Oh, she's so good. She's amazing. I'll take it. I'm watching yeah. the original series right now, and every As time, am I. oh nice. Mm-hmm. I'm halfway through, and every time there's a shot of her going to touch like buttons on the console, I just have to screen cap it because it's so beautiful. It's yes. just like aesthetically very nice yeah it's a beautiful show it is and it's I, a great show i'm watching the remastered version so Ooh. all the colors are just, it's like everything's fuchsia and teal it's great oh, that sounds amazing and it's i feel the only one i haven't seen before so i've been watching it all i watched it all as a kid and i think that's where i fell in love with star trek but this is the first time re- i've rewatched it and once it gets to the point where you're like oh this is actually really good like there's actually good episodes in the 60s what 
TV was good in the 60s. How is that possible? And that show was everything in the 60s. And it was on Mm -hmm. TV when I was small, always. And every time you you talk about it, I just see colors like the mustard colors and the teal that you mentioned. And then like the Spock's blue eyeshadow. Oh, the men's Mm -hmm. makeup. So I have to tell you something exciting. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, it's online shopping, so it kind of ties into retail. Of course. Um, There's a website called thinkgeek.org, and Mm -hmm. you can buy an original series, like a tankini. Yeah, I've seen those. I have it. I have the red. I have I have hers. <laughs> and it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. I feel kind of like a cheerleader when I wear it. And also like I am discovering new planets. Um, <laughs> Strange new ones. I have, there's also a Dr. Crusher, like oh. a whole next gen series that is amazing. Um, I've been doing a lot of Aquafit lately. So I'm really into Aquafit is suits. so great. I'm obsessed with Aquafit. It's so good. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. Do you go to the YWCA or the YMCA? Neither. I go to the Aquatic Center. Jesus. Old school. Old school. And I am. Do you bring a Marisa Chandler sometimes with I you? I try to bring a Marisa Chandler, but she's all like, I don't know. I've got Qigong. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so many aerobics you can do with ladies who are older than you. you know? I mean, That's I true. feel really she's young figured out all hers. the time. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, how old are you? And I'm like, oh, you'll never know. I think they think <laughs> I'm like 21. It's amazing. Um, but everyone's so nice and so supportive and so kind. And my mom is visiting. My whole family's in Toronto. My mom's visiting at the end of the month. And I bought her. I have the Dr. Crusher and I bought her the engineering series oh, of Baby nice. Suit. And we're going to do Aquafit together. Oh, We're going to look so cool. Multi-generational, yeah. next generation. I love it. I'm really it. excited. <laughs> I've met your dad, but I've never met your mom. So my dad's dad looked exactly like Jean-Luc Picard. Like I used to tell people that my grandfather, I was genuinely convinced that that was my grandfather on television (laughs) and like for a very long time and, you know, just didn't believe that it could not possibly be that that was. He lives in the future in space. (laughs) Yeah, he's French. Yeah. My grandfather had a thick accent. It was Scottish, but it was like an accent. I don't know. Still counts. Kind of worked. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's sort of like Britishy with a French name. Yeah. It was confusing. It's yeah. confusing, yeah. I have Enterprise as my favorite series, though. Yeah? Of all of them. Really? That's a controversial opinion. It's very controversial, <laughs> and that's why I'm saying it. Um, <laughs> it's just so interesting to watch, like, the demise of a good guy. Like, Archer tries so hard the whole time to just, like, have faith that, like, this next species is not going to mess with them. And they just, watching him, I just found it so interesting. I really, <laughs> really enjoyed it. Uh this could be a whole nother podcast. All right. You guys like could be. do a spinoff podcast called yeah. I Don't Know What You're Talking About by Alicia Tobin. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? I have a retail dream. Amazing. I am just breaking out in sweat right now because I drank a cup of tea. It's very sexy. I Thank you. I feel really hot right now because I probably have some weird virus brewing. But um, I dropped my phone in water again, again today for the f- uh, it was I checked 38 days ago was the last time I ruined a phone. <laughs> this is the third phone I've dropped in water. And, you know, you read so many things online when you look it up and it's like rice, no rice, silica gel. What do you use to just dry it out? So a, a lovely listener of the podcast sent me a message telling me to go to this guy who repairs phones. And I was like, oh, I've actually been there before when Jay's screen broke. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call the expert. And so the guy was like, yeah, bring it right to me right away. I can help you right now. He works out of his home. It's called BK iPhone Repairs. I don't know what BK stands for because the guy's name is Darren. So I'm pretty sure it's just Burger King. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he's very knowledgeable. You get to sit there across from him and watch him do the whole thing. And he lives right across from City Hall. And 
He performs the whole phone surgery on top of a Time magazine with Steve Jobs on it with like a piece of plastic over it so it doesn't get That's amazing. hurt. Um, <laughs> so you really feel like the spirit of Steve Jobs is there like mentally just sort of wishing that the iPhone will survive. And he totally took every single piece apart. He dried it all off. He was really nice. And he had like sci-fi stuff on the walls he has a cat named theo who's really cute and fluffy uh who's eight years old total peppo <laughs> it was just such a positive experience and then in the end he gave me a deal because we had been talking and i was talking about apartments and what i do looking for people and we were talking about like housing prices and everything and i realized like by the end of the conversation he was probably like felt bad for me so he gave me like 40 dollars off which was very nice. And it was just such a lovely transaction. I wish more services could be that way. It was probably like half an hour or an hour. And it was just like, he works out of his house and his wife came home while he was there with his two kids. And I realized that the last time I was there, she was pregnant with her first kid. And I was like, oh, this is like, I feel like I know you guys. And then Jay and I hung out and like chatted with them a bit. They were getting their doors painted in the hallway and I accidentally knocked on the door and got paint all over my hand and then they had to <laughs> fix it. It was just like, it was just so positive. And I love, love this it. guy. So if anyone has any problems with your phone or your iPad or whatever, go visit him because he's cool. <laughs> it sounds really cool. He's just, he really feels like a wizard or some sort of magician because he's got two young children and he was talking about how he remembers the last time he had a good sleep and it was when his <laughs> daughter who's now three was three months old he was like that's oh the last God. time I had a good sleep and I'm just like watching him perform this like tiny tiny little minutiae of like moving a screw over here and flipping this thing up and like everything's so delicate and he's just doing it all practically with his eyes closed and I'm just like he's actually sleeping yeah <laughs> that's what the it's that amazing uh yeah so that was just very positive i love that yeah very nice <laughs> it was i mean like it's technically retail because i paid money for it mm -hmm. yeah it was a Customer service. service yeah it was the service i think it's so important to share the stories about good service yeah as well, when you read yelp and it's just like dear diary all Fucking this idiot. terrible yeah. stuff that happened to me it's so great to put the good stuff out yeah. there yeah and awesome. i i went as soon as i got home i went on google reviews and gave nice. him a good review and I gave him a shout out on Twitter awesome. and on Facebook. I was just like, this guy's <laughs> going to think I'm stalking him now. Like, I'm very platonic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, now I'm just like, why didn't I take my last phone there when it broke? Too late. Yeah, but now I know. Now I'll just go check, check in on my friend Burger King. Alicia, do you have a nightmare? I have a customer service combination nightmare dream. Whoa. Um, on Saturday... <laughs> I don't know how to, to tell the story with it sounding normal, but um, <laughs> after an hour of trying to figure out what I was doing wrong, uh, I had to call GoDaddy to figure out how to do how to do something that everyone else could easily figure out. But I'm an idiot. It was the end of the day and I had a super long day. It started at like nine o'clock and now it's nine o'clock at night and I'm still doing like errands and working. Yikes, what's GoDaddy? GoDaddy is like where I you buy your web domain. Oh, right, right, right. So okay. I was trying to link the new podcast that I'm working on's web domain to uh, a social media site. And the instructions, I'm just over and over again doing the instructions. I'm drawing them all different ways. Nothing's working. I don't know who to ask because it's it's obviously something I'm doing wrong. So I finally call GoDaddy. And the man that answers the phone is so over the top nice. Like he loves his job. He's like working in all these different like puns and like 
jokes and in fun. And I'm like, oh, I'm so angry at myself at this point that I can't calm down. And I'm just like, and all I say to him is like, I'm going to sound so angry. And I just want you to know it's not you, but I've been trying to figure out this for like an hour. And he's like, no problem. It's done. And I'm like, okay. He's like, what's this podcast about? And I'm like, oh, it's about like when you're young and you get diagnosed with a disease. And he's like, oh, it's like, it says it's funny. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's we're comedians. And he's like, oh, I was like, you know what? I have another podcast. And he's like, oh, what's it called? I'm like, retail nightmares. He's like, hmm. I'm like, it's about customer service. And then all I hear is him hit, do, 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 nightmares. He's like, I'm going to listen to it right now. Thanks wow. for everything. Bye. That's awesome. <laughs> I was wow. like, that was really funny. Do you think he was the daddy himself? <laughs> Oh, yeah, maybe he was G.O. Daddy. He was like, hello, Mr. Daddy here. <laughs> I forget what his name was. I was in such a foul mood, such a foul mood. And it was not him. And of course, it was when he explained to me what I was doing wrong. I was like, oh, <laughs> so dumb. It's not. It's just not your wheelhouse. It's not something you, you do every day. Yeah. yeah. It was exactly what I thought I was doing wrong. And I just must have done it wrong so many times that I couldn't do it right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was a very he's very nice, and it's just amazing how <laughs> dumb those things can make you feel around technology. Computers in general, I feel mm-hmm. like there's it's like trying to read Latin for me. Yeah, there's some sort of mental block where as soon as like <laughs> there's a URL involved, I'm like my brain shut off. I don't understand totally. And I just recently upgraded from I think the hard drive in my Mac was replaced five years ago. And my Mac was from 2005. Whoa. So in, two, like, in 2013, it completely died. And I lost all of my like finishing exam schoolwork. Shit. And had to have the hard drive replaced. And then nothing happened until 2018. So from 2013 until 2018, I had the same Mac case, at least. Really old computer. It didn't matter. And then I just got a new, brand new Mac. And I can barely use it. Sometimes the screen just is big on my show. And I'm like, I guess I'd restart the show. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, know. <laughs> I bought my first computer ever um, a few years ago at the Apple store. And when you buy a Mac computer, you get to go there and take free classes. I oh, know I didn't you know, know that. Oh. Um, and I get letters from people when we do creativity workshops saying, you know, thank you for giving me permission to, you know, unleash my creativity today. And at first I was like, well, I don't really get it. That's weird. Um, and then I went and I, I like stayed behind at the class because I didn't really feel like I super understood what the concept was. And I'm like, can we just like one more time just run over this? And he's like, do you see this button in the corner that has a magnifying glass? Yeah. And I was like, yes. And I typed into it and he's like, you can ask it anything and it won't break your computer. It won't get mad at you. And I realized he was giving me permission to use my computer. <laughs> that thing is aming. Honestly, Alicia, type anything into that. You'll find it on the internet. You'll find anything boobs. for you. Where are mine? Oh, yeah, I'm not kidding. Boobs. Please help. I'm I wish. still waiting for them. <laughs> hey, They'll be no. coming in the mail. I'm wearing a sports bra today because I'm so tired of them. Yeah. Aww. I just want to wear a button-up shirt without it exploding. My least favorite thing about owning boobs is how you don't really notice uh, over the years how bad your bras get until you realize like, oh, I'm wearing rags on my body that do nothing for You for live me. near a really nice bra store. Yeah. Um, I won't say because then the listener would stalk you and they might bring us more Cadbury cream eggs would or they things like that. bring me bras? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We should get sponsored by Diane. 
yeah because i always buy them all there i'm on the same cycle so i buy them all at the same time at costco <laughs> no i just go to melon shopping <laughs> just use the rinds and then they get floppy no but the last time i bought them because they're so expensive i was like i'll buy them in calgary because there's no tax oh so i was Asher has like a crazy clearance on fourth right now yeah and they have amazing crazy deals I don't know. Retail dream. Yeah. I didn't even know that there was one on 4th. Is it closing There down? isn't. It's because they're liquidating because they've gone bankrupt. Yeah. So it's crazy. Like $300 bras for 20 bucks. Like I'm totally not kidding you. And they're all gorgeous. It's crazy. Are they gorgeous or are they functional? They're gorgeous. Okay. And they're functional. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm, let's go after the podcast. I'm imagining like a Fabergé egg for your boob. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty well, sexy and I went oh, and yeah. we got great stuff. It's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do you have another retail nightmare? I probably can go on four days about retail nightmares. <laughs> I had a customer once who tried to return a jacket and it was, he'd worn it out of the store. We told him it looked terrible. We were like, don't buy that jacket. It does not look good on you. Like, <laughs> wow. I can't be more blunt than this. Cause I want customers to come back and be like, yes. Hey, that lady made me feel super sexy and yeah. I trust her, you know, sell someone a mini skirt when they don't think they can wear one and they feel great. And I was like, you know, just straight up, you know, you've been a client of mine for a while and this does not look good on you and you should not buy it. And then he, the next day came in and he was, he reeked of booze and cigarettes and his <gasps> coat had barf on it. And he was like, I want to return this. And wow. I was like, well, <laughs> come on. <laughs> and I mean, you're one of my biggest clients at Leone. So I'm thinking you don't really need to return this $400 coat. Like, yeah. It's just pocket change. You know, that's, what, how, that must be so nice, right? Yeah. Um, and it got so bad that he followed me around the store for an hour um, demanding a refund. We don't do refunds. He had stains on it. I mean, I don't yeah. want it back. Um, he took me upstairs. We went and found Mr. Leone. He said, no, like it got really intense. And at the end he left the store very dissatisfied. And he came back five minutes later just to tell me that I should be a lawyer. <laughs> I was like, you're in the wrong career. You should be a lawyer. And I was like, cool. I think they pay really well. Yeah. I should definitely <laughs> go a, do that. That's a compliment. Yeah. I thought it was like really complimentary. It's really it hard to be a nice. lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Trying right. to return something with barf on it's pretty bold. Yeah. I thought maybe he should be a lawyer. Like, yeah. like, that's like pretty amazing. <laughs> you guys should have um, your own firm. We should open the oh law Pinata and barfs. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> Pinata barfs. Well, yeah. It'll be great. Um, another funny one is I have worked at Aphrodite's for like a very, very, like almost 10 years, like so long. That's a pie um, place? It's like a pie shop and a brunch restaurant. Okay. And we catered to delicious. wonderful people who are, most of the customers are so wonderful, like just absolutely amazing. But I think my absolute favorite story of serving someone there was a woman came in. I've got two. Do awesome. Want to okay, please. Oh, yeah. One was, can I get a hot water with lemon? But I'm allergic to lemon peel. So can you peel the lemon for me? <laughs> and I said, no, pick a different fruit. And I will be back in a minute. Um, and eventually she that. came to agree that that had been a ridiculous request. Um, and wow. someone who was. <laughs> pick another I'm fruit. Like, pick a grape, pick a strawberry. Like, I'm not feeling, like, you can't, you can't have that. Um, and, or someone who came in and their kid was, um, difficult and didn't want anything to touch. We used 11 plates to serve these pancakes that had like Whoa. buckwheat and almonds and blueberries and coconut. And what? of course I brought out, it was described beautifully. It was pancakes, but you know, it's Aphrodite. So they're not like really pancakes. Yeah. So, um, they were beautiful and he started screaming like so loud, so loud. And then the mom started screaming and then the dad <gasps> looked so tired and was like, my kid can't eat food that is together. So if you could separate all the things on the plate, 
And I was like, like remake it and separate it. And they were like, yes. I'm like, all right. So we did that. Oh. I'm from Toronto. I obviously wanted to be like, no, yeah. go home and make it yourself and never come back. Yeah. Um, they initially wanted gluten-free vegan French toast, but I'd sold what? them, which is not possible. Yeah. No. You cannot have that. That's the, um, all the ingredients. Mm-hmm. You've opted out. <laughs> you can't have that anymore. It's um, just like cinnamon toast. It's bread. It's literally yeah. bread, eggs, and milk. Yeah. yeah like, you no, can't you can't have, have it anymore. That. You can make it with don't even have soy sugar. milk or can't almond you just milk. just whip it up in the back with egg substitute and coconut milk <laughs> were the words? And I was like, no. No. But you could order these pancakes. So I brought out 11 different small plates and placed them in front of this, I don't know, five-year-old? Ooh, and I'm old. thinking like, that's what old. choices have I made in my life that have brought me to this moment? <laughs> yeah. And the dad is obviously having that moment with me. <laughs> He's like, well, I don't know what to do either. Um, and everyone screams again. And the dad just says, we'll just go. We'll get our bill. And so I billed them for two pancakes, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, an extra. I'm just kidding. But I was like, man, and I should charge them like for an hour of our dishwasher's time. Like, yeah. This is for donks. And they refused to pay. And what? The owner is so lovely. And she said, you know, just don't make them pay. Like, it's fine. Like, just take it off. Like, don't take it on. And yeah. I realized in that moment that me trying to change these people was what the actual problem was. Like, I mean, clearly the problem was that they, <laughs> there was a lot of problems. But the only thing that was making me stressed out was that I had decided to take it on. So I was like, you are right. And I learned a lesson in there. I was like, yes, I will just remove it from your bill. And I don't think they've ever come back because I think, why would you come back? Because they That's should really never shitty. go to any restaurant. They should not go to any, go home and make <laughs> your own food. And Aphrodite's is like, I, I love it's amazing. We'll literally do anything you want. And you have like these like, really like it's the kind of place where someone like myself can go in and get a fucking muffin if yeah. I'm on another one of my I'm not eating sugar for 45 days. Totally. And they're made with like almond flour, which is incredibly expensive. No one uses almond flour, but they make these beautiful, crumbly, soft muffins and oh, great coffee so and delicious pies. And like the pies are expensive. But then when you eat one, you're like, hey, yeah. This is delicious. There's like 20 apples in this pie. Like it's yeah. crazy. Or to like me. three pounds of blueberries. Yes. And it's so good. There. So hungry. The brunch is so good and the service is lovely. And it is one of those places where if you get pancakes, they're not just going to be pancakes. No. You don't bring a child there for pancakes. No. That's or not good parenting. We have a cheesy quesadilla or a kid's French shows that is not vegan. <laughs> you could, we could do a cheesy quesadilla vegan though. Yeah, I'm sure. Because that's could. how cool we are. <laughs> but you can't. What did they expect? <laughs> you if- can't do that. Oh man, I, I don't know. Yeah. That's amazing. It was just such a beautiful moment of like acceptance and frustration all at once. You know, and what can you do? Yeah, not taking things on is such a huge lesson in life. That I still, amazing. you know, I've now that I'm so tired, it's easier for me to just like give in. I'm like, no, nah, it's not my fight. But for fight. so many years, it was all, everything was my fight. My mm-hmm. friends' things were my fight. Mm-hmm. Something happening to, you know, anyone outside in the world was my fight. And of course, if it's important, I'm still going to jump of in. Course. But a lot of the time, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if no one's getting hurt. <laughs> Not jumping in. <laughs> totally, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And there's also that sort of thing, like people can take care of their own, whatever's happening for them. They have everything that they need to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. You can be there just as sort of a cheerleading team. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I would love to like, I don't know, hang out with them and try to reconcile some stuff, but it's not my problem. <laughs> but I totally want to. Like I'm the kind of person like gets yelled at and then I'm like, what is going on in your life? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Let's try to figure this out together. And they've That's been really quite nice. mean to me. I know, but I, I don't know what that is. You know, I really just need to be like, all right, peace. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's I, I have the same thing where 
I get really upset and confused if I can't figure out where someone's coming mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. If I can't figure out their motivation, I'm just like, I do not accept. Like well, You can't time travel back to their childhood when their mom wasn't home well, what and they Jay, needed their mom or whatever what it was. What taught me is that not everybody lives in the same reality as yeah. I do. And I was like, oh, that's true. Some yeah. people live in other dimensions, For sure. basically. So now, like, if someone is just acting completely unlike I would act, I'm like, oh, they're just... Mm-hmm. Like a cosmic traveler, (laughs) (laughs) will phase out like an outlander, but not sexy. Uh, (laughs) Should we do a segment? Yeah, you want to do honking on Bobo or Chuglin? It's just like on the count of three. Awesome. And you put the songs on later. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I really like the songs. They're really good. These are really cute. Yeah. (laughs) They're yep. They're all Jay. That's so cool. Or not all of them. The Red Hot Chili Peppers one is Alex. Yeah, I just like I couldn't even look at Anthony Kiedis's face for like the longest time. I was like, you just make me angry. His teeth just... really bugged me too, which is so Ugh, mean to say, but they always had it. saliva over them and they were oh, both really? cracked. He's gross. Yeah. I can't yeah. do it. He's a troubled man. Why'd you guys choose the red hot chili peppers? It was a guest that we had on huh? who um like when he gets drunk, he'll go online and buy red hot chili peppers nice. merch. And I don't like them. That's an ongoing theme. I don't like, like them. I don't either. we don't like them. <laughs> I do that with Star Trek stuff. <laughs> really well yes. think geek yeah, yeah. oh man um, they know what you want to yeah like, hey girl i'm pretty sure you need this lightsaber popsicle kit and i'm like i think you're right i know it's star wars i know i've crossed over there it's okay yeah. i there's room for, you can like both yeah you can like both thank you <laughs> God, i get so much flack i'll wear like my communicator with a star wars shirt and people are like what is going on here you are living yeah. your own life it's, that's you your choice you can like sci-fi both. like how can you discredit sci-fi just because it's not other sci-fi you can't yeah I've got a, a, a Star good. Wars poster in my bathroom. Right? Um, okay. I have a hand solo and kryptonite shower curtain. Oh. Same. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> what are we doing first again? Okay. So at the count of three, you decide if you're honking on Bobo or chugling, and then we all say it at the same time. Okay. One, two, three. Honking on Bobo. Oh. oh. I was the only honker this yeah. time. I was going to go that way in the last minute. I changed my mind. Uh, I think I am on the honking train <laughs> right now because it was just Steven Tyler's 70th birthday. Oh, yeah. Did you see that really cute picture of him? <sighs> the- I'll send it to you. It's really funny. I don't think that exists. I think that's so somebody oxymoron. is like, what a sexy lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone was like, my aunt is missing. <laughs> Please, please help find her. We love her so much. And it's just a photo of him smiling. Uh, <laughs> so mean. I know. It's so mean. It's so I like mean. It. But so, because it was his birthday, all his children were wishing him happy birthday on Instagram. So I Cute. fell down the rabbit hole of Steven Tyler's family mm. online. So I discovered Liv Tyler, her sister, her mother. And then I was like, Oh, I didn't know Liv Tyler like did all these things. And I'm like yeah. watching videos of her children wishing <laughs> Steven Tyler happy birthday. And then I was like, what am I doing with my life? That's the internet. Sure. There's no time to work out, but there's always time for that. Yeah, but it's I don't even notice it happening. And then I realized mm. like, oh, my battery's about to, <laughs> <laughs> to totally. die. It's crazy. I've right? just been browsing. I deserve to drop my phone in the bathtub. No, <laughs> no one deserves that. Um, so... The ticket? Click it or ticket. Click it or ticket. I see you driving like a piece of shit. I want to give you a ticket. 
Megan, if you could get anybody a ticket for something, I'm always giving people tickets for bad driving. Mm-hmm. It can be for anything. It can be for yeah. some way that you feel someone wronged you or others in the Ripped world. Off. I was really mad at these uh, few bikes that were parked on my street that could have been parked in better spots. Yeah. And uh, now they're now they're moved and I feel like my life is better. I mean, like, it's pretty heavy, but like, I'd love to give Kinder Morgan a ticket. Yeah, definitely. percent douches. Like, they're the worst. What is going on? Yeah. What are we thinking? What are well, we're thinking. We're thinking good stuff. I don't know what they are thinking. They're thinking how money. much would the ticket <laughs> be to me? If you're what like sort just of a ticket? no, there is no price on it. I have no idea. Some sort of. Do you remember when like Doctor Evil was like one hundred million dollars and it sounded so nuts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's like that's a number you hear like every day. So yeah. whatever that number would be now, like one hundred okay. billion gajillion dollars. Yeah. And just just shut down. Like it's just so cray. I'm gonna go bring them a case of lemonade next week. Amazing. Not Kinder Morgan, the other <laughs> the protesters. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll make sure yeah. that you peel the lemons before you. I will. An allergy. <laughs> oh my goodness! Because you know that lady's <sighs> gonna be there. <laughs> well, on that note, I'm gonna give yeah. Justin Trudeau a ticket. Oh, there you go. Fuck him. Um, I'm gonna give Justin Justin Justo. Let's just call him Justo. <laughs> Justo. I'm gonna give Justo a a ticket for a hundred million dollars because I still think that would impact him in some way. I'm gonna give him a ticket for being a fake and a big fat liar. A little spoiled rich kid uh, who can't get a good job done. And I'm so tired of other countries thinking he's great because he's not doing anything but selling us out. So $100 million ticket for Justin Trudeau. But how is he going to buy his fancy socks? Oh, my goodness. How is his wife going to learn about feminism if they're so poor? (laughs) How about you, Jessica? Uh, He makes me so mad just in the way that his his way of like diplomacy is just like I'm gonna dress up in the costume of your and then culture, do, like the dance. Yeah, and it's like that's and then be with the guy that murdered somebody. Yeah, he's not. He's not a good. He's not, he's a, not a good. He's not a good. Uh, tickets. Okay, I am going to give myself a ticket. Oh, okay, because this is something so mundane, but it's it's still bugging me. This happened weeks ago. Uh, I was pr- like pruning some of my plants, just like taking the dead leaves off of my plants. And I got a hold of one little like brown thing at the base of my spider plant. And I was like, oh, this is totally something. And then I realized it was like a flower bud, like a little baby shoot that was coming out. Uh-huh. So I basically aborted my spider plant. I felt really bad about it and I still feel bad about it. <laughs> so I will find myself uh, in the amount of I don't get to be happy for the rest of my life. That's too steep. <laughs> That's really I think heavy. It's, I think it's fair. How about you can be happy when at the end of this podcast, your penance is done? Um. Okay. Why don't you do something, something nice for the plant? Uh, that I, baby would have stolen a lot of energy from the plant. I, I, you I did the baby a favor. so excited. Like the and plants the in my apartment get so little light that none of them ever flower. So that was, it was going to be well, like the it's first. Well, it's happened once. It'll happen again. It's the first generation. Uh, anyway. like a pink, like a LED light. Because we don't get a lot of sun in our apartment either. And we grow so much stuff. I had like really? tomatoes and onions and oh. lettuce and tons of stuff. And it uses like no power. Really? Wow. My hydro bill has not gone up at all. That's pretty And I feel like you guys are going to be friends after the podcast. Yeah, I want to eat one of those pies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should go there. <laughs> I've always wanted we to go, go there and I always beautiful walk. walk past it and I go like, oh, no, it's, I don't deserve it. <laughs> no, you would really like <laughs> you it. You do. And they're not too sweet. Oh. So let's do Puppo of the Week. we're all sweet enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, Megan, who's your Puppo of the Week? Um, my Puppo of the Week is always my, my dog, <laughs> Princess Ice Cream. Uh, my <laughs> boyfriend got her, rescued her a few years ago, and I grew up with no pets. My dad was always like, you have a brother, play with him. <laughs> so when he initially called me and he's like, babe, I got a dog, and I was like, what? I don't see a dog in my future. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I was so mad. And then the next day I went and met her and was like, within an hour, I was like, I'm in love. She's amazing. It's so easy to give your heart to a dog, it turns out. Um, I always thought I was like not a dog person, not a pet person. And she's white and she sheds everywhere. And, you and I wear only black. So, I mean, it's like, I was like, of all the dogs. <laughs> and she's literally like the nicest, loveliest. She's so mellow. She's like nine. So she just is like so chill. And she's just the cutest, most amazing dog I've ever met. And we, her, when we got her, her name was Isis, which is like a beautiful goddess's name, but yes. not really appropriate to like text or yell on the beach. Um, <laughs> but when now like we live on Galliano Island, right? So we'll be like on the beach at Montague and I'll be like, ice cream, ice cream. And kids are coming over with money. And they're like, oh, you're going to like, no, 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 no. I'm so sorry. So it's either it's been pretty misleading, but also she's very wow. cute. Yeah. Hence the princess. The princess. Yeah. And she's great. That's a good <gasps> It was things that kind of sounded like Isis. Like yeah. princess. Yeah. Ice cream. Yeah. It works. That's yeah. so funny. I can't. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's really from one spectrum to the other. <laughs> you can yell. Uh, Alicia, who's your puppo? My puppo of the week is Hank. Hank the dog. Um, he started doing this thing where he hugs people. He hugs their legs and it's not humping. He actually like locks his hands and puts his face against their thighs and looks up at them. He's so cute. He went on a really big walk to the licorice store with us on Saturday Whoa. or Sunday. And he was so happy to be with friends. I was with uh, my friend Chris and Aaron and Tony and Sarah. And so he was just totally in pack mode. He walked in between somebody the whole time. Like there's two people on either side. And he's like, these are my friends. These are my friends, my friends. <laughs> cute. Like so much so, so that he cute. didn't even like pee or do anything. Because he's like, we are a pack. We're all buddies. We're pack. We're pack. And then if somebody w like went to a different store on commercial drive, he would cry until they came back. Aww. It was really cute. And uh, of course, he's my best friend, and uh, I love him. He's really so cute. cute. Yeah. How about you, Jessica? Okay. So it was Jay's birthday last week. Yes. The last time we recorded, it was his birthday. And we went afterwards to our friend's place for a bit. And then we walked back home, and we got to meet Window Dog in real life no. for the first time. What? Yeah. Okay. So Window Dog is this beautiful black lab who lives a couple blocks away from me, and it's the bedroom window of its apartment is just high enough that a person can't, couldn't reach it, but the dog's head is always on the windowsill looking out in between two curtains. Aww. And sometimes the windows open a crack and I've passed there with my mom and with Jay and with friends and we all know window dog now. Like if you live in the neighborhood, you know window dog. And I'll stand there and whistle sometimes and he'll poke his head out. <laughs> but you know when a dog is in sort of guard mode, they're serious mm -hmm. and they're not. They might bark sometimes if they're, they've got their guard up. So Jay and I were walking past Window Dog's house and we saw a black lab on the street being walked and like peeing. And we freaked out. We were like half a block away. And we we're like, is that window dog? Is that window dog? Oh my God. Uh, we'd had some wine and it was Jay's birthday. So he was like, this is a birthday miracle. It's window dog. <laughs> it's 
and recently we had just seen a little dog in the window also. Yes, popped up. So we were like, window dog has a, a little brother or sister. Uh, so we ran up to it and we said, excuse me, is this the dog that lives in this building? And the guy was like, yeah, it's my roommate's dog. And so it wasn't, he wasn't the owner, but window dog was so excited to see us. He it was, it, it is a he, we asked its name, but immediately both forgot. <laughs> uh, but the little dog's name is Scrappy, I think, uh-huh. or Scruffy or something. Scra- I think it's Scrappy. And it's like a little min pin, but window dog was jumping up and just like getting so excited so it was like window dog knew us all along and he just couldn't play with us and the guy was obviously weirded out by how into window dog we were and he was like it's just my roommate's dog uh and i was like no such thing as just a dog i was trying to be like this dog is famous i have a podcast and i talk about (laughs) the dog on the podcast and he was like uh okay (laughs) uh so that was a papo miracle it felt like and i feel like it's sort of good that we didn't remember its name because it'll just continue to be window dog yeah uh, so i hope that maybe on jay's next birthday i get to pet window dog again because it was Lovely. it was magical it was like meeting a celebrity so i get it that's my i problem. now also love window dog yeah i have no idea what window he's in but i can't wait i can i can her. let you know awesome. <laughs> i'm really excited when the sun is setting he loves to stick his head out there and there's this beautiful golden light that he's bathed in and even more in the summer he's there it's it's really cute and the windows often open i've thought of like getting a little treat and putting it on like mm-hmm. a stick and <laughs> passing it to him like a hot dog you could yeah. do a hot dog on a, on a stick like you're campfiring <laughs> and when the owner comes out like make what you're doing you're like i'm camping <laughs> nothing <laughs> it's urban camping uh yeah i've thought about that but i'm like but then what if he's got special dietary restrictions he's a lab he doesn't yeah garbage shoots yeah, he's fun. like the bro of the dog world he sounds like labs yeah he's he's really sweet so megan this has been our podcast thank if you if people want to find you online if they want to hire you if they want to buy one of your pinatas yeah how do they do that how does somebody buy a pinata from you uh, my, my website is yourpinata.com. That's amazing. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at yourpinata. Yeah. Y-O-U-R-P-I-N-A-T-A. And yeah, I just do workshops a couple times a month and lots of fun things. I now want you to come to one of the Stormcrow and make Window Dog <laughs> really oh. badly. I really want to go to your next one. In like one. a Starfleet uniform. Like oh. This is all happening in my imagination as you're talking about. I can help you make yeah, that. It would be really fun. Sure. We can work on one together. Yeah. Okay. It would be really funny. It would be a bonding experience. Yeah. yeah really we need cute. more adventures yeah. for such busy ladies. I know. Really it fun. has been a joy to see you and have you here so on the nice. podcast. It's been such a great time. Um, Jessica, do you have anything to plug? Absolutely not. <laughs> Uh, we played an energy slam show, so there'll probably be some coming up because we have new songs, but nothing booked as of yet. Great. Um, I am you? working on a fundraiser for Little Mountain Gallery. It's oh, going nice. to be the first time I've done Come Draw With Me in over a year. So Yay! that's happening in May. Um, Yay. We'll know more about it. I think it's going to be on a Friday night. And tickets are not going to be inexpensive because it's to raise money for Little Mountain Gallery, which is a really important place to do mm-hmm. comedy in the city and one of the only independently run uh, rooms left that's good uh my next podcast the release date i hope is april 15th uh we've already recorded it it's just uh you know you should release it on april 20th 420 yeah we should do it on 420 (laughs) it's called young and sick i am so young and sick.ca uh if you guys want to follow us on twitter it's young and sick pod um we have 11 followers already i'm one of them amazing 
Yeah, and I don't know, just stuff. I'm eagerly awaiting your first tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally tweeted something at former guest Dina Delbuchia because she posted a Bruce Springsteen video, and I forgot I was on that Twitter feed, so I just wrote to her. I'm like, mm, Bruce gives me hormones. I had to delete it. That's great, though. Um, this has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. If you'd like to donate to our Patreon account, we accept it. Um, if you do donate over $5, you uh, get some some pretty special stuff, like our live podcast. Swag. Yeah. Yeah, good swag. We also will have tote bags for sale again soon. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you're all a delight. We hope you have a great week. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the podcast and you haven't rated us on iTunes, please do so. Join our Facebook group and have a great week and just be you and let your light shine. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.